Whether you're buying a new car, a used car, or refinancing your current car, FedChoice Federal Credit Union could help save you money. FedChoice makes buying a car so easy that you can do everything right from your smartphone or on a computer. Become a member today and you can take advantage of their great rates and financing options. Find out more at FedChoice.org. That's FedChoice.org. Membership open to federal employees, including contractors and their families. FedChoice Federal Credit Union, insured by NCUA. Patrick. Sarah. How's it going? It's going okay. It's been, really? You know, watching the uh, weather reports for... Uh, Dorian? I think a year ago at this time, we were talking Florence. I was... Were we? I was oh, yes. That's right. Your home house. was almost... Uh, Yes. I have a house uh, down there, just south of Wilmington on the coast. Right. So a year ago, I was down, I spent a lot of time in the weather center uh, getting personal (laughs) minute by minute updates. (laughs) For your neighborhood. We weren't even doing the DC forecast. We were just doing the uh, Patrick Paolini uh, (laughs) home house watch. Okay. Now we're here one year later. We're again, I'm like, you know, focused on it. Um, so this could impact your let, let place. Me, let me just step back one second. What's all like, you know, no joking aside. What's happened to the Bahamas is utterly devastating. And, you know, I, you know, everyone says thoughts and prayers. But seriously, I mean, you can't. The pictures and the videos and the stories coming out of the Bahamas. I mean, that cat five at the time sat over uh, Abaco Island and then moved to Freeport and just sat there for for what appears to have been about 48 plus hours and just devastated the island I don't even think we know how bad it is so you know thoughts with all those people and I know the U.S. Coast Guard and and other you know U.S. uh, services are involved in trying to do what they can for that island Second, then obviously it looks like it's going to spare Florida. Some heavy winds and some tropical surges and so forth. But it looks like for the most part Florida spared. Now we'll see how much it turns. I mean, it's going to get very close to the coastline, you know, south in North Carolina. And uh, so we'll- I know which they were. I was I was watching, you know, our coverage or whatever. They were just talking about how the coastlines have already eroded so much. Yeah, I mean, Florence you know? was tough. I mean, yeah, people forget Florence was about. It was a Cat One when it landed. Uh, you know, came on right around Wilmington, and then moved south. Um, but the the rain with Florence is going to be greater than the rain with this. Oh, okay. Yeah, Florence is like twenty five to 28 inches of rain in that area um this looks like it's going to be about 10 that's a big difference so hopefully you know hopefully it kind of moves along it's going to pick up speed and gets out and it's terrible though just terrible yeah now your guy president trump has been very confused about uh, what a category five is uh <laughs> seems like you know he never heard I of it mean, then we go back to 2017 right. he'd never heard of it then do you feel like he's having dementia no, do you feel like that, what's no, going on stop. like he you know him with his comments and no we don't know then, him we can't figure it out and it's then, bananas and then one of the news organizations national news organizations makes it like a four-day story like come on like just he he did he did cancel. Yeah, he doesn't know any facts. He, he did cancel his Poland trip to stay and play golf. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. He, and of course, he was trying to really do all this to deflect from his Deborah Messing, you know, um, Twitter tirade. She is a little crazy though. 
We just don't like her because she's like Hollywood, no, you know, she's a, have leftist. Have you seen the stuff she posts? Well, yeah, she hates Trump. She hates, she's... And she's not conservative. She's very liberal. liberal. She's, she's like, more than liberal. She's... Probably more on the socialist spectrum. She's a left-wing, you know... <laughs> I'm left wing. <laughs> Do you want to elaborate or no? No. 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 Okay. No. I mean, listen. Yeah. You know, Trump's Trump. I mean, we we continue to act surprised at his. Well, I just think it's good to keep calling him on his crap because it. it that's. I mean, no, when they I, went back listen. and showed all the times where he was like, "I've never heard of a Category Five. I don't think I've ever. No one's ever heard of a." Ca-. It's like, does he really not know he's saying this? No, he knows. Or he knows. He knows. That's it, even like lazier. <laughs> I don't even know. It's crazy. Anyhow, we got a Anyhow. lot to talk about. Another yeah. set of primaries coming up. Yes. Some Democratic candidates being dropped. Your guy, Bill de Blasio. My guy. <laughs> Your well, other guy who you, you're not as wild about. I just saw a report this morning that since he announced for that he was going to run for president, which, by the way, was just everyone knew from the minute he had no shot, he has spent seven hours. I believe it's seven hours at City Hall in New York City. And the rest of the time on the campaign trail. Yeah, or doing whatever. I mean, he was known as a lazy non-worker <laughs> to begin with. No, I, like that, there's been stories after story after story. Like he goes into work late. I, you know, there's been rumors that he likes his, you know, legalized... Um, oh, marijuana? Okay. Know, marijuana. I can see that. I can see that. Again, he seems like a total stoner. Those are rumors. Allegedly, <laughs> Allegedly. yeah. Allegedly. Uh the guy's a total, just stop. He, he, he has continued to make a fool of himself. He's trying to pass, or he did pass some, some, some legislation in New York that um, illegal immigrants now can apply for affordable housing. I saw and that. So you can't ask their social security status. What is going on here? How um, like how is that good for the citizens, the legal tax paying citizens of New York, where it's so hard to find affordable housing to begin with? Now you're going to allow illegal immigrants to apply as well. I love how we can't ask any questions, but yet, like, but when it comes to other things, like we can't ask questions to vote. Can't ask questions to move in, you know, to get, uh, yet, like, to get on a, to, to get a prescription, it, you need, like, you know, you got to draw blood and prove that your DNA matches, like, come on. Yeah, you have to do a lot. It's out of yeah. control now. Well, de Blasio has how much time left? He'll be done. What, two years, I guess? Okay, two more, two more two, years. Maybe two and a half? I'm curious to see what's. Maybe longer. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's two and a half. I don't, I believe it's two and a half, Yes. I wonder what he is trying to gain because it certainly seems like in the polls he's very. I mean, I don't even think he has two percent of support. I think he's missed. I his... think he's just one of those guys that believes he's more important than he really is. I mean, he became New York mayor running against virtually no one. Um, I think he overstates his importance uh, because he's been, you know, he was the New York mayor and. Do you think it's an ego thing as to why he continues? Because they're saying even though the next DNC uh, or the next Democratic debates, September 13th, he's not even making the cut of the top 10. Let's talk about that for a second. I think the DNC continues to make mistakes. I think they made mistakes four years ago, clearly. Um, You know, I think by skewing things to Hillary. And um, I think they're making the same mistake again. 
I think the polls they're using, um, although they are legitimate and they were posted, um, I look at a I look at a candidate like Tulsi Gabbard, who I'm a big fan yeah, of. Yeah, you were talking about this. I, I think, you know, she goes and serves for two two weeks because she ser- you know she serves in the reserves in the military. Um, she had two percent or higher in I believe twenty six mm-hmm. recognized polls but didn't get to the two-plus standard in the polls that the DNC chose. Now, granted, the DNC chose those polls in advance, and she knew that, so I don't think she could complain about that necessarily. However, why wouldn't you want a woman like Tulsi Gabbard on the stage? I just don't understand how they're... They're, you know how they but came why, up with the criteria. Okay, but, but you, okay, you make a point though. She knew ahead of time that these were DNC approved polls. So why didn't she focus on those? I don't know if you. I don't know how you focus on a particular poll. I don't know if that's something you can do. I don't think you know. Yeah, I don't know if you could do that specifically. But I mean, she obviously uh, didn't. I, uh, don't get me wrong. If you're if you're hovering at two percent. Yeah. Chances are, at this point, now, granted, you're still quite a ways away. You're you're probably not. But having said that, I would think you'd want somebody. Um, and listen, I think it's unfortunate. I think she she derailed Kamala Harris's campaign. I believe Kamala uh, Kamala has not recovered from Tulsi just giving her a flat out beatdown <laughs> at right, the last right. debate. Making her just point by point, t- you know, taking her apart. Um, I think she's the by far the best female candidate on the Democratic side. Okay, and um, you know, I think she's someone that a lot of people could have gotten behind. But so why do you think uh, she's just not? She's from Hawaii. I don't think she has the national recognition, or didn't have it going in like a Warren or uh, Kamala, or you know, obviously Sanders and Biden and, and so forth. Um, I just think if you look at her record and I think if you look at her policies and I think if you look at her service to America, um, you know, I I, I I I just think she's a great candidate. So I, I think she brings a lot to the table. I think she'd be a great vice presidential candidate for somebody. Um, well, that could still happen. That can still happen depending on, on who. Um, on the 13th, we're down for the Democratic I event. just look at a guy like Beto O'Rourke who's a complete total... What is he now? Three percent, four percent. I'm just total. Don't even get me. I don't want to say it. And then I look at her. I just, I. It, it amazes me. That somebody should do a book or a study. You know, look over history. How certain candidates get the media attention versus others. She's um, got to have a viral moment. She's got to be on social media, which is which is unfortunate, right? I guess. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's always been that way. You got to get press somewhat. You got to get your name out there, know, and she though. doesn't like, do it. I mean, again. you go back. I mean, certainly before social media, it wasn't that way. I mean, you look at a Bill Clinton came out of nowhere to to get the nomination, and obviously became a president for eight years. Obama did have that moment, not, yeah. not necessarily virally, but certainly with Oprah and the and uh, oh yeah, she helped his, a lot. His his, um, his his speech at the uh, Democratic National Convention, I think, set his set him off. Uh, no, you're right. You have to have that moment, yeah. I guess, whether it's viral or yeah, you know, yeah, it's got to be something. And Beto had that, even though I mean, I think even though he lost, we're still seeing. And it. I think that's why you have a Stacey Abrams who had it, even though she lost, still complaining or thinks she won uh, <laughs> in Georgia. She still is. Ugh. I haven't seen as much about her. So, well, they wanted to run for Senate because the Republican senator uh, is stepping down. Okay. 
um, due, due to some circumstances, illness, I believe. Um, so there's this, you know, groundswell to try to get her to run, but she'll lose again. And you think? Why oh, do you yeah, think? That's why she, she, she was run. very, very close yeah. though in Georgia. Yeah, okay, she lose again. <laughs> Do does, it that? doesn't mean because you're close the first time. I think. It, I well, think she, if people are obviously very no, now they know her more and she'd lose more by more. Like Beto, Beto would lose worse to Ted Cruz this time than he did last time. You think because he's now kind of he's revealed been more about himself? He's been outed. Where Stacy, I think, is keeping close to the vest, um, but she has come across as a sore loser, and I think people don't like that. And. I just think she'd have a tougher time. I think she's actually smart by not running. I think uh, she'll keep her status up higher longer. By not running by for not Senate? By not running for Senate. Really? Yeah, because if she loses again, it's over. You that's lose a, twice. That's a good point. That's a good you point. You could lose once. You could, Oh, I got close in Georgia, Republican, traditionally a conservative state. That's um, true. And, you know, she keeps her doors open as a VP candidate. If she's running for Senate, she doesn't probably get picked as a VP candidate. If she does run and loses... For a second time, governor and Senate, she's toast. Um, real quick, this this really wasn't on our show prep, but you know we had another mass shooting since um, we've done terrible the yeah. last podcast. Odessa, Midland, Texas area. Yeah, guy shot a trooper and then went on a driving shooting r- rampage. I think the death toll is seven. Yep. Um, and you know again, everyone comes right out and guns, guns, guns. Um. Do you feel like we we kind of talk about on this podcast sometimes that these mass shootings don't get enough press coverage with Dorian and everything happening? Do you think it it's I think it did initially and it just went away rather quickly. Yeah. But you did have Dorian. You know, you had some other major news. So yeah. I, just, I, I'm it's not sure. It's amazing to me how now it's becoming, you know, like we talk about, it's just less and less outrage all the time. I just think the Democrats, not only Democrats, but Republicans, also conservatives who believe that there should be some sort of, you know, gun control or additional gun legislation. Yeah. They have to be careful. They have to. I, I believe they're too quick to come out and say that they need to look at the situation. Who was the person? How did they obtain the weapon? Was it legal? Not legal? Uh, you know, people do. Whether they get in a gun legally or illegally, if they're going to shoot a trooper and then go on a rampage and shoot six other people or seven other people. I, like, I, I think we got to make sure that it's. Whatever legislation, or they can't just come out and say we need gun control. Like, what does that mean? And would well, it have but, helped in this situation? Well, we talk about this though. It's no, like universal. somebody's out there yesterday. I saw on Twitter. A, uh, I think it was a Hollywood type person. I can't remember exactly who it was. They're out there saying it's not in the Bible. You know that you have to have a gun. Well, a it's in the Constitution, but it's also in the Bible. Thou shall not kill. Right. So you know, if you're referencing the Bible, then you need to reference the entire Bible. The Bible says thou shall not kill. So don't make it sound like that if it was in the Bible, somehow people would then follow. People break the laws every day. They find a way, whether it's through, through stress, mental reasons, criminality, they need money. People are right cr- criminals. Now, having said that, I do think... And I'm not going to go through gun legislation today, but there are 
there's are there are steps that I think we should take to at least reduce the chances of mass shootings occurring and without a doubt. People universally agree with you, yet it never seems to happen. Because I think, and I don't. Well, there's a lot of reasons. I think it's. I think it is. I think it is lobbying. I think yeah. it is um, a hesitation to create what some perceive would be a slippery slope to taking more and more and more of the Second Amendment away. Um, it's it's interesting. You know, I was talking to someone yesterday who has friends in uh, Odessa, and their reaction wasn't, "Oh my God, how did he get this gun? We got to take guns away from people." There was like, "I'm going to get my gun." I'm going to carry my gun now. Never so works. when the guy, well, okay, I'm just it works telling like you. Once in the mindset is not always what it the perception would be. So, you know, well, the church shooting, you know, when people somebody walks in with an AR15 and just guns down a ton of people in a church, I think the reaction like in Sandy, you know, Sandy Hook and others, I think that's a little different than this guy who's going around to different areas you know somebody you know being in texas somebody probably would have liked to have had the opportunity yeah, to take him out no i know because it's it's so i mean that's just like fear answering with fear I, it's I bananas it. i get it i mean i i do but the we got to be thing... careful of blaming the gun every time that's all i'm saying i think there's legitimate gun legislation that i think there should be some yeah there have some to be restrictions, gun restrictions but we're we're at the point now there's no accountability <laughs> right and and I'll, I'll share but with you. Who would you want to be? I'll, I'll, I'll share. And this is just. And this was on our own show this morning. We were talking about the story about the guys who rushed, with with a gun with guns, to try to get a Popeyes chicken. Now whether they were really just trying to get a Popeyes chicken, oh, okay. I'm not sure. This was okay. Yeah, they were. They basically yeah, held up Houston, Popeyes right. employees at gunpoint. And I over will say, Popeyes chicken sandwich. Our show this morning, kind of made light of it, like it was. Now, it's kind of a excuse these these choice words. It is like the the fact that they were going after a chicken sandwich is kind of a little cute part of the story. But the fact that they had a gun and were trying to break into it, I don't think those employees of that Popeyes thought this was funny in any way. Right. So I think as even as news we gotta be careful. Like we can't like you can't like, oh, guns are bad and then a guy pulls out a gun and whether he wanted a Popeye's chicken or not, who knows? Maybe he's whacked out on drugs. Like, right. you don't know what the circumstances yeah. are. It's not funny. We can't make it to be funny. We can't, I, like, I'm seeing on social media that may, people are making fun of that story, light of that story. Right. That shouldn't be the case. I know that may sound like, you know, you know, but no, like, you don't pull a gun to go to. I yeah, mean, it's very, very serious. Especially yeah. in, this, in this environment. But who would you like to see be held accountable for, like, an Odessa shooting? The guy who shot him. Well, he's already dead. Okay, but yeah. Okay, but yeah. yeah like, but, who did anything else wrong? Well, we don't know. Did he acquire the gun legally, illegally? Well, was well, it from a gun show? Did he buy it I, from another private dealer? That's the problem. Well, we have to look at all those details. But if if he followed, if he, if if he followed the law of the state, and the dealer where he bought it followed the law of the state, then the only person to be held accountable right now is the shooter. We're always looking to blame somebody else in this country. It, it has to stop. It has to stop. Yeah, but I mean, you. Yeah, we have to blame somebody else. Like seatbelts in vehicles, you can't. Ju- you couldn't have just said thirty-five years ago. Oh, hey, drive better. Like, I mean, 
seatbelts actually save lives because accidents happen. It's the same with like stricter gun rules. It's the same with the only thing that I do agree with Trump on, which he's made this statement, which, you know, unfortunately, it just wasn't well thought out. But I think I understood his intention. There is something to actually having mental health facilities where people can go. We're dealing with huge rates of depression. I think it's a multifaceted solution. And don't, I think Republicans don't want to pay for that. I'm not saying that laws don't progress and make people safer. I mean, you're saying, you see, you know, again, your seatbelt point is well taken. The problem is though, if I'm drunk driving, yes, the seatbelt may save my passenger, but I still broke the law. We're not talking about just a normal car accident. Yeah, but if you're drunk driving, there's lots of, if you survive, you know, the penalty is extremely high, which of course is the same for Why don't we take texting and driving seriously in this country? Because it kills people. No, why don't we take it seriously? Oh, I think people do. You think they do? Yes. I I think that's such a, I think the penalties are soft. I think the states don't. You know why? Because everyone does it. The politicians do it. Their kids do it. But Patrick, that's only true until you kill somebody while texting. And then they go back. Okay, but it has, you have to actually kill somebody. I was driving in this morning on River Road. Well, same with a gun. Every car I passed. Moms with kids in the back, driving, dropping their kids off at schools. Every, uh, I'm not, nine out of 10 cars I passed, phone up, high, texting and driving. And you know what? Cops aren't pulling these people over. The penalties are soft. They're $50, $75 for the first time. It's not a deterrent. Yet, tra- yeah, but it yet is traffic accidents, accident. traffic ad- accidents are increasing at a high rate in this country. Insurance premiums are increasing at a high rate. Yeah, because they and, know you're texting. And people are getting hurt. And yet no one's taking it seriously. No one. Because everyone does it. No one wants to pass a law that they could almost get themselves in trouble. I. But we do have laws that you are not supposed to text and drive. Not and serious. But if you, you know, and every adult Don't knows. you think it should be like... Almost to the same degree as fines for driving under the influence? It is. If you kill somebody and you're texting and driving. If you kill somebody. If I get pulled over right now driving under the influence, most likely I'm going to lose my license, $10,000 fine. It's going to be severe. And I didn't kill anybody. I see what you're saying. Okay. If I'm texting and driving and swerving all over the road and I have a fender bender. Hard, it's harder to prove, I think, is why. Like, if you're well, if you're maybe. drunk, you're drunk. I mean, yeah. you know. I, and it's hard to, I get it. The cops are doing a million things to now try to pull people over or holding their phone up. That's a tough one, yeah. 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 I think we but, got off track here. I'm just saying, like, I think. No, that, I understand. You know, I understand what you're saying. But I do think the gun thing is, you know, look, we have a mental health issue in this. We have a homelessness issue. Well, um, I think there's mental health in every country. We're not the only ones. We don't, we're not exclusive on that. There's something about the yeah, amount of guns, the type have... of the amount of guns, the type of guns, the access to guns in this country absolutely has created an increase in shootings and the 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 the, the chances of a mass shooting occurring. Yeah. Having said that, all I was saying was we quickly blame the guns and we're not blaming the perpetrator. We're looking to deflect um, for political purposes, right out of the gate, and I think that I think that waters down the argument, and unfortunately, I think it minimizes the actual shooting that occurred. Um, all right. Well, obviously, we could debate this all yep. day. Let's move on quickly to uh, James Comey. There were some big stories out over the weekend. He violated policy on the on his Trump memos. He won't be prosecuted. Uh, Comey sort of tweets that he was vindicated. Um, the story seems to imply he obviously. 
you know, went against protocol. It wasn't to the point that it was illegal. So again, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I think multiple things can be true on this. I don't think it was vindicated by any means. I think it, I think it confirms why Trump should have fired him. I'm not saying Trump knew this at the time, but in hindsight, Trump did the right thing firing him. I, I thought it was kind of interesting, again, watching various news outlets um, cover the Comey thing versus when the report came out, the uh, special counsel report came out on Trump. If you look at the reports, no prosecution on Trump, no prosecution on Comey. The report from Mueller indicated Trump went right up to the line, if not maybe a little over the line on obstruction. Okay. But there was no collusion. So no prosecution. Comey, they actually came out with a harder statement on Comey, the IG report. He clearly violated FBI policy. Okay. Right? Yet many in the media were, oh, he was vindicated. Yet they looked to crucify Trump. Basically, similar reports, and you can make the case that Comey's report was more damning. Now, the president versus the FBI, we could debate that. We could also debate the severity of if you're colluding with a foreign government to throw an election or obstructing justice, is that worse a worse crime than what Comey would have done? Which Comey's crime was what? Did he or did he not? He kept he kept documents email, after right okay and he gave one to his lawyer one to the New York Times. Um, he was keeping notes basically to Trump notes, from the very beginning, but uh, it didn't. According to the Justice, by the way, Trump's Justice Department with Barr felt he should not be prosecuted. Fascinating. But I did think, I mean, I read an NPR article. I mean, they were pretty damning of Comey. Comey and wasn't of himself. Be. Comey oh, no. was, Comey, you know. I've been vindicated. Why did you believe liars? But the NPR was was pretty. I was 100% wrong on Comey. I remember thinking that he was a a true champion of law. I mean, this goes way back. Even when he was appointed by Obama. Boy, was I wrong. This guy is a self-serving. I mean, the Democrats were right to criticize him with the Hillary. And Trump was right to fire him. This guy has proven on both sides of the aisle that all he cared about was himself and not the law. And to, to, to run around now and try to say that, oh, he was, I, I saw some pundit saying, oh, well, he gave it, he was trying to save America. Oh, please. That's just a bunch of hogwash. That's so self-serving, it's embarrassing. <laughs> trying to save America. Well, I mean, look, I, I thought the articles out yesterday about him proved your point. I mean, it didn't seem like a lot of people were saying... No. And for him you know, to come out with those tweets, it's just like, like stop. Well, again, I feel like there's somebody who's had their 15 minutes of fame. He's written a book. He's done the speaking tour. But where else? I mean, what else are you going to do? And this just goes to prove that Some obviously Some company will hire him as a lobbyist or something. I don't know. Um, all right. Let's talk really quick. So end of Zip Trips here yes. at Fox 5. The last one was on Friday. Yes. Big success for you guys down at National Harbor. Uh, it was our fifth anniversary. Really? Of zip trips? Yep. So we've done five summers of zip trips. You're amazing. Uh, You're like Oprah. You give away a car. Culminating with a tremendous car giveaway on on Friday. Yeah, that was awesome. What a We had an amazing turnout. Yeah, the crowd looked great. uh, They're fun. They're engaging. 
people turn out, people want to see our talent, our behind the scenes, our crews, our technicians, our photographers, our producers, our writers, our, our, um, uh, you know, uh, reporters and anchors. I, I know, it's I, so I mean, much. Uh, like there's Steve, so much Bill that goes Meyer. into yeah, putting on live remotes. Amazing. Um, so just week in and week out, they continue to amaze. And you guys um, basically put on a massive concert series. All summer. I mean, it's a huge yeah, undertaking. No, it's great. It's great, and and it's well deserved. Um, you know, on a sadder note, yes. we, we have something like internally that we have to talk about, and then I want to end on a, a high you know, note. So with we'll some cover this, stuff. and then we'll end on a fun little yeah, tattoo. Yeah. So um, I I sent you a message over the weekend. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, uh, Fox 5's uh, Vice President of Finance, Sue Davini's son, Ryan Davini, uh, passed away over the weekend. He passed away on Saturday night due to complications from uh, a tragic injury he suffered back in November of 2009. Wow. Yeah. This so Ryan was attending the West, Vir- West Virginia University and he was viciously attacked by two individuals, an Austin Van Treese and a Jonathan May. Um, he was punched by Jonathan May. Um, and when he hit the ground, he hit his head, but then he was also kicked in the head when he was on the ground by Austin Van Treese. Mm. Um, and unfortunately went into, um, in, in essence, and again, I'm not, I don't know the actual medical terms, sure. but of some sort of, he was in a vegetative state for the most part, um, uh, for, for the last nine years. Mm. And unfortunately, you know, he, uh, succumbed to those injuries nine, 10 years later. So tragic story. Um, he was a great baseball player. His high school in Virginia dedicated the the dugouts. Yeah, that was a beautiful him. story. You so guys we did ran. that story a few, you know, maybe a month ago, a couple months ago, it was, and um, so just a very tragic story. By the way, the Austin Van Trees individual did two to ten years. I think he got out in seven years. Okay, um, which I think was maybe three years ago. Yeah, he got out. And Jonathan May only did seven months. I mean, I think he was the guy who punched him the first time. Uh, I'm not sure. Again, I don't know the legal reasons right. why he only got seven. You know, personally, I would love in cases like this for the prosecutors to be able to go back and retry or recharge them now with an additional crime of manslaughter or something to that effect. Uh, again, not being a legal expert, I'm not sure that's the case. Right, or right. They can do that in this case. Uh, but very tragic. Um, so our hearts uh, oh go, my God. go out Thinking to her. About Sue her and husband her, can. Yeah, and, and, and they have and a daughter. They have a daughter. So um, anyway. I can't imagine. Yeah, that was very tough to read over the weekend. Yeah. But um, So we did a very nice tribute to, to them over the weekend on air. It was, yeah. it was nice. Well, and everyone here is so amazing. You know, the, just. Oh, the, she's, she's terrific. I mean, what she's been through and her family's been through. She comes to work every day. She's positive. She's just, you wouldn't even know she had a, she are, she is literally the type of person that makes you realize or makes you, when you're like angry at somebody or, you know, you're just like in a bad mood or you're bitching and moaning about something that's not even, you'll forget in the next 15 minutes. I tend to think of her and realize what she's gone through and how she keeps such a positive attitude. And I'm sure it's not easy. So She's an inspiration from from that standpoint as well. So, um, final story, 
completely shifting gears. But I read this this yes. morning and I thought of you. It said people with tattoos make reckless decisions and are more impulsive than those who are not inked, a new study claims. Well, I and I feel like over time you probably do make bad choices. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> well, I think I'm sitting next to one right now. <laughs> Starting with your co-host, <laughs> terrible idea for your reputation. Uh, approximately. But wait, third- does that include the tattoo itself? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have what twenty-two tattoos, Something or is it twenty-three? Like that. Yeah, no. it's around that number. Um, they would not fully think through think through the consequences and act recklessly. Approximately a third of all adults aged between the ages of 18 and 29 ha- have at least one tattoo. Wow. That's a, that that yeah. percentage has drastically increased over the years. Does it ink the, do the bad, do the percentage of bad decisions <laughs> and reckless behavior increase with the number of tattoos you have? Because oh, basically um... I would just be like every, like all day long. No, it doesn't say. It says at least one oh. tattoo, but it doesn't say the number. Although they use examples in the um, article of basically all these guys with sleeves. So it seems like they make the worst decisions. Maybe the arms. You're getting there with the arms. What is it? What's the fascinating? Why do you like being so inked? What's the. Uh, uh, that's a good question. I, I just I it's just I love it. I just really? there's something about it. I don't regret any of them. Um no, it's so. And it's a, overall, do you feel like you make uh, impulse decisions? Uh, See, it's so funny because you don't actually seem like that. No, I don't think I do. Actually, um, maybe a little bit more. You know, when I'm not at work, but no, to, no. I mean, like, well, you obviously, you know, um, I mean, if I just want to go on a trip or whatever, yeah, like th- things like that. But no, in terms of certainly not reckless behavior. Yeah, visibly tattooed participants, however, would not think it through properly and only take a larger sum of money. They did like basically a comparison um, with money and psychological testing. This was done by a university in Florida. Um, They did a separate piece of research of why people get tattoos. She found the primary motivation for getting a tattoo involving more than 25% of people was due to it having a personal meaning. Hmm, Yeah. Yours have personal meaning. But yeah, some more than others, but like everyone actually, I could... Like so each I, one, like means I never something. walked in and just said, "Hey, give me that, you know, Mickey Mouse on, <laughs> on the wall," <laughs> for no reason. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, any tattoo regrets? They also looked at that. Uh, Almost thirty percent of people answered that they would rather. Uh, do you have any? Ha- no. No. I. No. No. Does Dan? I never. Yeah, he does have one. Nice. I think we talked about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, no. I don't know. Why I would I've never think for interest. someone who's pretty reckless, <laughs> you would have one. <laughs> I know, but I uh, no. Are you it, gonna get like a little marriage? No, it seems painful. Couple to tattoos. Me. It seems painful. I'm very impatient. I don't want to sit there for four or five hours. Well, they don't. Some take a some take an hour. It depends on what you get. Well, yeah, like a little butterfly or something. Like, who wants that? If you and, were to get one, what would you get? Have you ever thought about that? No, I can't even imagine. Oh, so you're not even in the oh, I want that. No. I just, I don't know why. I just feel like they seem time consuming. My wife wants one, but she's, she keeps hesitating. I'm like, you got like go for it. What, what does she want to get? Like, does she, is she, does she have any tattoos? I don't want to say what she wants to get because okay. you know, if she does get, but she has none. None. Okay. She, but she's, she, I think she's inching 
closer. Really? It but seems she thinks, okay, somewhat now, painful. Now and I'm, 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 you know, I'm 50. Do I, is it bad to get one at that age versus, I'm like, not like, you do what you want. I mean, you're starting to look like, I mean, once we see you without a shirt on, you're going to be like a biker gang dude when you're like 70. I mean, give you a Harley <laughs> Davidson. We're going to be like, who well, is this? Well, that's a good thing I don't walk around work without my shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> That would be quite the impulse decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe on your final day. But uh Well, if I go out of here without my shirt on, it's been a really bad day. <laughs> there'll be, be epic. there'll be cops involved. <laughs> we definitely need to do a podcast the next week. You promise me if I get thrown out of here without my shirt on, we Well, then we'll we can follow do up like the real pod- podcast. This one's like <laughs> we can't be impulsive. This one's like the one we have to behave. Yeah, we try yeah to we'll behave. do the really unedited. Okay, we'll be back next week. We People will. can follow you on Twitter. Patrick Jim, Fox Five DC. And uh Let's everything- hope I still have a house next week in North Carolina. I know, I know. Well And again, hopefully everyone stays as safe as yeah. possible. These are just terrible, terrible storms and just total devastation in the Bahamas and let's just keep this thing off the coast. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.